It's now 39. All right, I'm talking to a guy here from C. Where are you from? He's a Canadian in my studio today. I have a Canadian sitting in here. When I think of Canada, with I a think television of, camera and a boom stand. No, but, but I want people to understand when they come to this community and when they come from elsewhere what we've been through. Yeah, I agree. I think I want, you're doing a you, fine job. I want you guys to understand that. Now, you asked me a question, which was what? Well, I, just to play devil's advocate, yeah, you gave me the positive on Trump. The negative, some people would say, is. He's giving gigantic tax cuts to billionaires like the Koch brothers and right. their billionaire pals, and he maybe give you a tiny little break to the working stiff. All right, here's a shock to you. We're a capitalist society here. I'm tired of a mentality that says, if you're successful, we're going to punish you. We're going to take as much away from you that we can and give it to this person over here who's sitting on the front porch who decided to drop out of high school, who can't, uh, who's smoking dope and can't pass a drug test. So what I finally have is somebody who's doing something about this. You know, think about what Trump's doing. He's in touch with people, and I want you to remember this. He's saying drug pushers kill people. And they do. We have a huge problem with heroin in this community. So we're going to put them to death. We'd like to put them to death. You know how many people they've killed by selling heroin and fentanyl in this community? They should be put to death. Finally, we got a president who's saying we're going to do that. Finally, we have a president who says, guess what? If you're sick, maybe you should get some care as far as experimental drugs because it might help you for a change. This connects with a lot of people on what they're doing. You understand we have a president that's fulfilling campaign promises. This is rare. Usually, I've been here for 33 years. I've seen these people come to town, give us their promises, and guess what? Leave town once they got your tax dollars and your vote, and they could care less. This is a guy who came to town out at our airport out there, stated what he was going to do, and he's following through on it. Hillary Clinton, the Democrats, and a lot of people still don't understand why he won. And I don't know if you folks in Canada understand why he won. He connected with people in Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan. You know, you guys call us the Rust Belt. We're the forgotten people that are out here. We're the people that are saying, guess what? We should be making steel. We should be making aluminum. We should have more money in our in our, in our uh, uh Paycheck, And you say, well, he gave all this tax break to the billionaires. Guess what? I got people calling me that got, a, as I said to you, a raise in their hourly pay. I got people calling me that are saying, I got an $1,100 bonus. I got people calling me saying, I can see a, different in, a difference in my paycheck. You understand? So, yeah, billionaires are going to get a tax break because they pay more taxes. But guess what? I got a tax break, too. And that's a good thing. I'm keeping more of my money. This is what it's all about. His philosophy is about allowing me to keep more of my money. What's the crime in that? What's your next question, Mr. Canadian? Come with it. Well, here's another question <laughs> that pops into my yeah. mind. Yeah. Uh, the Republicans are making noises about, uh, after they did the huge tax cut to billionaires, yeah. oh, geez, you know, we got this huge deficit now. We're going to may have to start cutting back on social services and social security and, and health care. Pay for that tax cut. Well, let me correct you on something. First of all, they're not going to cut back on Social Security. That's a scare tactic. Social Security 
and Medicare are earned benefits in this country that you pay into. Those are two separate programs. Cutting back on social programs like Medicaid, that's for the poor, and the other social programs, they've been a failure in our country. A total and complete failure here. They've, they haven't solved the problem. You've got more people that are dependent on it. We're not holding people accountable for their own actions. That's the problem with these social programs. If you drop out of high school, that's your problem, and you should suffer the consequences. If you have five babies by five different guys and all of them are bums, that's a decision you made, and you should suffer the consequences, not the American taxpayer. So social programs haven't been working since a great society. They've been growing. Is it the fault of the program? Perhaps. Is it the fault of the character of some of our people? Maybe so. Maybe a lot of people have said, hey, it's too easy to get by without working. And I get calls from people that say, employers, people apply and they say, hey, guess what? I don't want this job or I can only work so many hours because I'll lose my benefits. Is that, is that what we want? Somebody to do that? we got a problem in this country. You know what the problem is? The person on Medicaid has better health care. Medicaid's for the poor. They have better health care benefits than I do as a tax-paying, productive American. I have an insurance plan that has a $3,000 deductible. All right? And I pay $600 a month through this company, one of the largest broadcasting companies in this country, with a $3,000 deductible. Now, the person on Medicaid, they don't have that. Something's wrong with this picture when the person who's collecting the tax money is better off than the person who's paying it. That's another one of the problems. So what has Trump said? He said, hey, guess what? If you get Medicaid, you should probably have to show up and do something for it. I don't disagree with that. I have to show up here every day and do something for my benefits. This is common sense. Are you starting to understand why he connects with us? Can I correct you a little bit on on the Medicaid? On the Medicaid. It is not just for poor. It is mostly for the disabled and the aged. Well, and he so makes I'm an exception there, and I, and I agree with you on this. When it comes to Medicaid, the vast majority of it, quite frankly, goes to old ladies in nursing homes because, unfortunately, their assets are all gone. I agree with you totally, Moses, on that kind of stuff. However, he's not talking about them. He's talking about the able-bodied American that is not that person having to simply show up and do something for the benefits that we're giving him. You don't think the majority of people in this country agree with that? Just on a, on a health care standpoint from Medicaid. So I'm trying to give you an overview of what's happened in this community that I've been in for 33 years. And I've talked about NAFTA, and I've talked about GATT, and I said these were bad ideas from the beginning. These people are globalists. They don't believe in America first. And guess what? We would hear it time and time again. Well, I'm going to change that. They would come to this community and do nothing. They did nothing. Next thing you know, hey, we got NAFTA, we got CAFTA, we're going to have TPP, and we keep sinking further down. Well, maybe this is a stop to it in a lot of parts of America. How about that, Mr. Canadian? But anyway, go ahead. What's your next question? I think that you make your points very well. Right. You know, I mean, and I'm serious about all this, guys. I mean, I am... I am as serious as I can be on this because I have watched over the years and I have taken calls on this radio station from families that have been devastated by what has happened in this economy. And I have watched families lose their breadwinner, 
frankly, and lose their home. We've had it in this community, right? Right. Well, you speak with us, such passion, so it's it's obvious that this is close to your heart. It's close to my heart. It's one of the it's one of the biggest problems we have in our country is where we were heading economically. But a lot of the people uh, justify this man by saying the ends justify or the ends justify the means and anybody who listened to this man even as he campaigned in my opinion is just well uh, out of politics has become so divisive any person who had listened to this man talk before he became president I can't believe anybody would vote for him because, in my opinion, he is a bad person. Okay, let me respond to that. And and I don't care. You know, Congress can do these things that you're talking about if people elected the right people in Congress. But, 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 but wait a minute. Let me respond to that. I voted for him, and I knew he had all of these blemishes that you're talking about. I knew he wasn't a perfect guy going into the office, but I also knew that I agreed with him on the issues, and I disagreed with Hillary Clinton on the issues. I also knew that Hillary Clinton wouldn't accomplish anything other than a status quo. So my options were Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. Donald Trump, with all of his blemishes, I will accept. Are you ready for this? I don't care about Stormy Daniels. That happened ten years ago. I could care less. I'm not I care. talking about what is Stormy he doing Daniels. as? Pro, but I'm talking about what is he doing as president that has a direct effect on my life. That's what matters. I don't care about the Russian probe. I think it's ridiculous. I don't care about Stormy Daniels. And I see day after day on CNN and other networks nothing but going after this guy to a level I've never seen in my sixty years on this planet. He deserves it. In well, some opinion, of it he brings he it on. It. But does he deserve anything when we have an economy that's getting better? When we have jobs that are coming back? And For Trump how says long? this. For how long? Well, let's wait and see. You can criticize him if it doesn't work next year, the year after. But his goal, as this guy was, as this interviewer was saying to me, is to get this country to a four or five percent economy. To he's get not, to that he's growth. not the one who's doing it, though. It's Congress. No. Yes, it is. You know what? Here's here's what's doing it. Trump cut regulation, which business itself, and I want you to think before you say Congress, as soon as he got elected, before he was even in office, he had the CEOs come into the White House and said to the CEOs at the White House, I want you to stay in this country. He was lobbying CEOs directly as president before he was elected. Then once he got elected, guess what? One of the most vital things that he did that keeps business in this country is he cut regulation. And business will tell you by cutting regulation, make it easier to do business, is making it making companies stay here. This is one of the most vital things he did. We had a corporate tax. These are things he did, not Congress. He did. So he cut regulations on his own. He went ahead and championed, as he ran, cutting his corporate tax, which was not even competitive, made it more competitive, and is bringing money and tax dollars back into this country that was staying out of this country. These are Trump's ideas, not Congress's ideas that, that he's doing. So this is all his stuff. These tariffs have nothing to do with Congress. They have everything to do with the president who says, we have been screwed on these deals. Let's put America first. This is all about Trump, what's happening. They call it the Trump bump. It is exactly that. Some of your points are okay or good. I do not need an immoral incompetent person being the leader of my country. Okay. Would and, you like and if you want an immoral person who derides people, demeans people, 
uh, will do anything, in my opinion, to get his way, then fine. You've got him. Right. I don't want him. He's a fighter, and uh, I don't necessarily like that he does a lot of that stuff, but I accept it because, you know, the that is perhaps his personality, and maybe he has to do some of that because so much is out there against him. Maybe that is his personality. Maybe that's how he got to be successful in the first place. Maybe that's how he stays. By, by cheating and, and demeaning people? You know what? He's not the best husband in the world. You can have... I don't mean cheating. Well, hang on a I second. I don't mean that way. I mean cheating in business, cheating just people. He would do anything to get his way, whether it's violating the law, and you may see that that will be the end result here, that he is going to be charged with violating the law. Yeah, well, I think I, that's going to happen. Well, in it, my opinion, I'm not speculating on what's going to happen. I'm looking at what's taking place right here and right now when it when it comes to Trump, and I'm looking at what's happening in this community. You know what? That's that's where I'm at on it, Moses. Hi, Beatrice. You're uh, right. I, well, I was in court. What do you want me to do? Plead him guilty and get here. I, well, I kind of did that. <laughs> yeah, you know what we're, I mean. We're having we're, a debate on on uh, the. At the the benefits of uh, of Mr. Trump versus the the minuses. Well, hang on a second. Let me Trump. let me ask you a question. Let yeah. me ask Dave a question in front of these uh, this, guys. Okay. Hang on a second. So, well, wanna... let's just set it up that there is a. Oh, well, I already set it up. Right. You're late for the show. Here, uh, do now, I have to look I, at this picture yeah, all the time? I want you. <laughs> now, listen, I want you to respond to this question for all of these guys. Beatrice here is a Democratic Party chairman. This guy wrote a memo. To the Democratic Party they know about ahead it. of him, saying this is what's wrong with Hillary Clinton and how she's out of touch, and they didn't listen to it. No, and as a result of it, she lost. And then guess what? She's over in India saying the reason I lost is because white married women voted how their husbands told them to. That's an insult to white married women. Oh, so you're just going to throw that out there? And we're going to take a break. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to see. Come this back. is how he does stuff. This is how he does it to me. Yeah. This gentleman here has a very good point that you should tell David At the break. He's a, that gentleman there is a brilliant attorney, Carl Moses. We'll be back right after this. Stay tuned. News Radio 570 WKVN. We'll be right back. Next, Dan Rivers. Let me go on out and talk to Lori out there at Austintown uh, Gorance, right there, Weston Plaza, 46 and Mahoning Avenue. We're getting ready for Easter, and you got some specials, Lori. Oh, yes, we do. Just for your listeners, Ron. Uh, and we also have extended hours, 9A to 9P, um, every day except Sunday on, on Palm Sunday. will be open 11 a.m. till 6 p.m. And for your listeners, just say you want the Ron Verb special. We have one ounce, very decoratively uh, sold eggs, many, many, many different varieties. Uh, buy 10, get two free. And also our melt-away boxed eggs, the... Um, Six ounce and the fourteen ounce, and our peanut butter eggs, which are very popular. Those are the two most popular. Same thing. Buy one, get the other one at fifty percent off. So, send your listeners out here. Come on, uh, we're happy to serve you, and happy Easter. All right, there she is, the one and only Lori Austin Town Gorns Chocolatier, forty six and Mahoning Avenue in Austin Town. Thank you, dear. Thanks. Storm Team 27 forecast brought to you by Cordy's. 19 for a low tonight. Partly sunny Friday. Should be dry in 36. Partly sunny Saturday in 40. 
Sunny Sunday and 42. Partly sunny Monday and 46 for a high. 38, News Radio 570 WKBN. I just want these guys to have a background. You're saying that they have a background that you actually... They've tried, interviewed me before. Okay, tried to tell them what was right. going on. Carl, I don't necessarily agree with you on Sharon Tube. I know this much, that this area has taken it on the chin with these trade deals. And Ron knows this. And these pushing back on these unfair trade deals is popular and it's resonating here. Sherrod Brown supports these these moves. Tim Ryan supports these moves. Both Democrats. Right. Marcy Kaptur supports these moves. And these are people who represent an industrial part of this state. Now, Donald Trump is not... I don't support him, but if he says something I agree with, I'm going to agree with him. And I have people of my own party now that are saying, oh, we're all these free traders. And, you know, you people in the Midwest, you just need to get over the fact that, you know, your job's left and nothing's going to happen. Well, look, those that NAFTA deal that Jim Traficant fought vehemently against that Tim Ryan won for Congress on that sole issue against a veteran congressman when he was 29 years old, NAFTA's not popular in this neck of the woods. And so when Donald Trump says things like he says, he's not going to shed support. So it comes down to a calculus is will, you know, he, he did lose Mahoning County, not by much, but he did lose it. Mm-hmm. And the question is, you know, um, will... W- w- what will his pushing back on these trade deals, does that outweigh the other negativity that he's spewing forth? Because people like you, Ron, I tell these guys this, d- don't care any in any, in any of his behavior. Nope. You don't care that he had an affair with a porn star while his wife was uh, had a five-month-old baby. That doesn't matter to you. Before he was president. <laughs> okay. And so, uh, well, well, you laugh at me. It matters to me if he was doing this stuff as president, but this was before he was president. I knew he wasn't perfect and I voted for him anyway. So I've accepted that because I said, show me what you can do on making the country great again. And he's doing it. Well, I don't know if he's the, the, I think that the people in this area, it's only been 15 months, 16 months, right? uh, January, February, March, uh, 15 months. I think that the people in this area that have supported him are still giving him some latitude. We'll Can see I? what happens in the midterms. Now, what has well, happened out there, and, this, and I didn't want to turn this into a political show. It's a, supposed to be a legal talk show. And poor Mark DeVecchio's over here is just caught in the middle. But he has a 32-inch waist, and he's a rock star. <laughs> I hate his guts. Um, what I think has happened is is that Donald Trump, and I'm telling this from what I've witnessed, has has excited people who have never wanted to be involved in politics who are now very actively involved in politics. I've seen some grassroots movements arise organically, um, and I never saw that energy before. So, uh, you know, it, 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 I think the I think eighteen there's going to be a course correction. I really do. I think the Republicans have a very good likelihood of losing the House. And as you know, you know, I love this guy, this billionaire that runs around and says, sign my petition to impeach him, as if that matters. It does not matter if a billion people sign that petition to impeach him. Impeachment is a political process. It's not a judicial or a voting process. It is a political move. 
Mm-hmm. You, you bring articles of impeachment in the in the House of Representatives, and he's tried in the United States Senate, and the United States Supreme Court Chief Justice presides in, in it, like they did with Bill Clinton, who who didn't get impeached by one vote. So these, these guys have a hard time understanding, though. And you are correct. You know, I'm a guy that says, and they have a hard time understanding. It doesn't matter to me the stuff that he did prior to being president, and I cringe at some of the tweets that he does and some of the stuff that he does. I'm uncomfortable with that, but I was uncomfortable with it in the campaign. So he's a flawed human being. But he, at this point in time, he's been I a great want, president. No, I, I just, I just humbly disagree with you. I think there's chaos in the White House. I think he's had a lot of turnover. I think he's he's not. Um, a bad person, that's what he is. Well, no, I don't want to say that about him, because then you insult his supporters, okay? What I want to say about him is his policies, contrary to what you believe, have not benefited middle America. That's what I want to talk to the voters about. Let's look at but, but his wait policies. A minute. I, David, I just said to these guys, we have people getting bonuses and raises, including no. locally as a result of that tax cut. It has benefited members <laughs> of this community. Hold that thought. We'll come Ron, back. whatever We're, happened to you worrying about the deficit? All of a sudden, it's, it's not I'll a I'll be more than happy to talk about that, because if, as Trump says, if we can get 4 to 5% growth, guess what? A lot You're of not problems get are solved. Well, let's see. We'll be back. This is the Ron Verb Show on News Radio 570 WKBN. All right. Uh, there's a bunch of Canadians in our studio here today, folks. Uh, they came here from Canada. Chinooks. Yeah, and they're down here and they're trying to figure out what makes uh, this area tick. They're following around the party chairman, Attorney David Beatrice, here, and they're trying to figure out the whole Trump thing. They were interested. Moses, I've never seen you as one of the brightest legal minds from the Keystone State of Pennsylvania. You're not a Trump supporter. Tell Dave, I mean, talk to me once again how you basically despise a guy as a human being. I already said I think he's a bad person. He will do anything to get his way, whether it violates the law, whether it's immoral. He will do anything, in my opinion, to get his way. I resent that. I do not want a person like that to be the leader of this country. And I think people will eventually realize that if they, most people do, I think now, but even the ones who supposedly are Trump supporters, I think are going to realize it. You're talking about temporary things uh, like, uh, oh, the, the wage went up just slightly and, 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 and you also said to Dave Beatrice, wait and see when Dave made some good points. Well, we'll wait and see what happens with their wages uh, uh, maybe a year or two years from now. Carl, I, I, I love you, but you are miscalculating what motivate people to the polls. And people will give this man a pass if they see this economy turn around greatly. They are going to overlook a whole lot. And the only way that they won't overlook a whole lot, I think if he cheated to get into the White House and they could prove it, they have credible evidence, or he obstructed justice, I think people, and I even think Ron would Both of leave which it. I think he's done. I, I, I think if they made a credible case to you, Ron, that he obstructed justice, I even think someone like Ron, who's no one's above the law, not even the President of the United States. And that's an important concept in our order of democracy, that no one in this country should be above the law. That's now, what I've been preaching. I don't think that they can make the case against Russia. 
I don't think they're going to do it. Because the primary people to make that case, where do you think they are? In Russia. In Russia. You think they're ever going to get them back here? No. Now, they might have some people that will say stuff, but I know the FBI because I've tried cases against them. I know the Justice Department, and I know how they work. They want cooperation. And the people that can cooperate these people's story are in Russia, and they're never going to get their hands on them. And as a result, they need either a smoking gun, and it's not collusion. Collusion is not a crime. It is conspiracy to violate the election laws. But you don't think there's a case there right now as of today? Do I think there's a case? Yes. Do I think there's a case where that rises to the level of the Justice Department's standards for bringing a case, knowing what I know about the Justice Department? No, because I know they like to have cooperation. And, and my honest belief is the people that can cooperate a lot of what they know are not within their confines. They're not reachable. They are Russians. And, and Vladimir Putin's never going to give them up. They're never going to get their hands on them. And they can't get the cooperation that they know they need. So they make a deal with Paul Manafort, and Paul Manafort says, yeah, I talked to this guy, this guy, and this guy, and Trump's lawyers get up and cross-examine him and say, well, your ass was on the line. I'm, I, don't, I hope I'm allowed to say that. Your butt was on the line. You made a deal with the government. Where are these people that are going to cooperate with Paul Manafort saying? Now, they got a better case, I think, because he's really starting to trip over himself. I- I'll tell you, I've heard his own party tell him, if he fires Mueller, it could very well be the end of his presidency. Because I don't think the Republicans are going to put up with it. It's like Archibald Cox all over again. He, he's acting guilty, in my opinion. What is he scared of? If, you're, if I'm Donald Trump and I didn't do anything wrong, let this guy investigate me until the cows come home. What's he afraid of that they're going to find? What, what is he afraid of? What, what I, you can't investigate my business? What, his business is is uh, nobody's business? I mean, if he violated laws, he violated laws, period. He's not above the law. Do you agree with me he's not above the law? Yeah, I agree he's not above the law, but I also agree with this. It's gone on long enough. As as, as Joe Bag of Donuts, you are right on one thing, Mr. Chairman, as Joe Bag of Donuts. How long did they investigate Benghazi? It was the longest investigation in the history of the House of Representatives. So don't tell me this has gone on long. Well, I don't think he two wrongs got, make it, a right. Well, <laughs> and remember, it wasn't listen, a bit, listen, go listen, it was listen, only what, until what, spring. What, what, Let it, go. it hasn't been that long. And what has he done since that time? He has uh, obtained uh, pleas of guilty. Uh, he uh, he has gotten witnesses uh, who are going to testify. You're talking and, Mueller from with yeah, yeah. Mueller. And, and I agree with Dave. Ron, Beatrice. it doesn't bother you at all that his national security advisor pled guilty to a felony. That the guy that was with them all that time on the campaign trail, that doesn't cause you any concern at all? No. Well, you see... And I want to address something that you you said, Moses, and I'd like you to talk about it more. This is my point, Carl. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't... You you can't attack Trump and expect to win over his supporters. What you have to tell the voters is that his policies are not benefiting them. Ron says they are. I say they don't. And we will see what the voters say when we make our case to them. I'm not going to go down the Hillary Clinton path of that man's an idiot and therefore you should vote for my guy because that is a flawed political plan. That you tried to tell him was a, right. a big mistake. For the future, I think it's flawed. In the next election, I think the Democrats have to give their own points and not right. just attack uh, 
what Trump is. Right. And but I'm looking. Everybody brings <coughs> up the past. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. We're talking about Trump now, right. not Hillary Clinton. And that's what we ought to be concentrating on. Is he a, is he a person who's worthy of being president of the United States? And I agree with Dave Beatrice. I think the strongest argument is the obstruction of justice argument. Right. And I think would that bother you, proof. Ron, if he obstructed justice? Would that be a line that I mean? I'm asking you because I don't know of a stronger Donald Trump supporter than Ron Verb. Okay, I hear it all the time. Dave, how do you go do a show with them? I said personally, I love Ron. He's a great guy, but I know that. I don't want to call you a sycophant, but you're a sycophant. But I want to know, is there a line which this man could cross that you would you would not support him? Well, absolutely. And what would that be? I mean, absolutely there would be a line, but it would have to be something that he was doing when he's in office that would have to be proven that isn't politically motivated. And that applies, incidentally, to any presidents with me. Of course there's a line. Okay. We just aren't anywhere close to that. You guys, and you know what? You're the first one, Beatrice. You tried to warn people in this community, and uh, and and you tried to warn Hillary Clinton what to do, what the problems were, and they want, and they didn't listen to them. And to this day, they think it's the Russians why they lost the election. She really did say in India the quote that I gave you: "I lost because white married women voted the way their husbands right, told her." Listen this to is me. lunacy. Here we no, go. Wait, wait, Hillary, wait, Hillary, you, Hillary, go. No, you want to talk wait, about wait, 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 the dumb stuff Trump says? What about the dumb stuff she's still right, saying? Well, how about this? She's not. President, how about this? No. She's not the president. That's a point. And secondly, she got more votes than any person in the history of the United States. She got more raw votes. Now, she's not the president. I understand that. But she got more votes than anybody. And, and when, lost. Okay. I said she lost. I acknowledge that. But I think that gives you a right to say some things. I think that gives you a platform. I think you have a right when you are a person that can stand on a stage and say, I got more votes than anybody who ran for president really? in the history of the United States. I wish she would shut up and go away. Why? That I think I'm that's just tired of her. I'm tired of the Clintons. I'm tired of Bill. I'm tired of Hillary Clinton. Be quiet. You lost. Go away. That's what I say. I think she has a right to talk. Don't you think she's complicit though in some of the divisive? Nature I read her of politics. book. I read my any book that comes out. I I, I just got Russian Roulette. I'm going to read that. I, I've read the attack books on Trump. I've read the books that defend Donald Trump. I think I really got my finger on the pulse of a Donald Trump supporter. And some of my dearest friends, like these guys, I'm going to go out to dinner with them later. Okay? These guys? These guys, okay. Well, it doesn't look like any of them can buy. They yeah, all look like One that. of them is going to buy because <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the whole talent for their show. I mean, I can and tell my by be- looking my at my best it. friend is the huge Trump supporter. You know? Right. Okay, so so I, I understand their mentality. I understand your mentality. I mean, you, you, you will give this man a wide swath. You will. These guys don't understand, particularly this guy back here. He doesn't understand that I'm just happy with his job performance. You don't understand that. I'm, I'm happy with what he's done in his first year. You don't understand that I'm sitting here happy that he's fulfilling campaign promises that he ran on. He didn't just say them and leave. He's doing it. This is the reasons why Ron, I voted for Ron, him. Do you understand? Ron. That's why I support Ron, him. Ron, he's broken his word more than he's kept it. But, oh, uh, you, 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 come on now. Okay. Come on now. I take calls on this radio station every day from you people who are happy. You take calls 
from Trump supporters. In a Democratic area, Mahoning and Trumbull County and Columbiana County, more Republican, but in this area that supported right. Donald but, Trump. But people that do not support Donald Trump are not going to call in and argue with you because you, I've heard yes, you. Yes, they do. That you've cut them off, you hang up on them when they when they make a good point counter to your... I've listened to you, they, Ron. So far, they haven't made any good points. <laughs> I mean, come on now. You see what, as, you see as what, soon you as see one of them now? makes a good point, I'm willing to do it. This is what, this is what the people in New York and California and, and, and the metropolitan cities do not see in these middle states now, let me why ask this these, man has this Let support. me ask these guys a question. I want to ask him a serious question. No, but he's going to have to get near the microphone. Come here. I want to ask you a serious question that comes up on my show all the time. What is your first name, incidentally? Fred. Is that your real first name, friend? That is his name. No, it's just the name I use in this country. <laughs> I knew it. He, he does all, a documentary. First of all, he, Fred, he's made a, a number of documentaries. You don't mind if I take a look at your passport? <laughs> just to make sure. Fred, you know, I get more calls uh, about health care issues, too, here. Right. And a lot of people are suffering. Probably our biggest issue that I think that we have in this country, one of them that isn't being addressed, is the cost of health care, which is decimating this company, individuals, with the cost of $1,100, $1, $1,300 a month in the high deductibles. We've, we're getting nothing done on it. We've got to do something. Can you tell me, when people say, well, the Canadians, they don't like their health care up there, can you tell me your view of the Canadian health care system? Pretty much the same view as uh, everybody I know in Canada, whether they're on the right side of the uh, political spectrum or the left side, don't take away our, our health care. We like it. Right. So when these people call me and say the Canadians don't like it and they're coming across the border and they're coming here, they are wrong about this. Because every time I've had Canadians come into my studio, and it's been numerous times, I have never had anyone from your country come here and say they don't like the health care. They think it's crazy down here that we have drug companies that are advertising on television. They think it's crazy how much it costs and how much it's sucking out of our economy. You're satisfied with it. So no, if you, look, look at this. You shouldn't have to lose your life savings because you get sick. That doesn't happen in Canada. If you need a bypass, can you get it? Yeah. All right, because people always say, well, you have to wait or you're denied things. For non-urgent care there probably is a waiting list but for urgent care of course you can get it right so it's a great system and you're happy look uh, no system is perfect but i uh, like every canadian i know uh we don't want your system how do you pay for it i mean how they have a gst tax right yeah it comes out of uh, taxes and, but it's you know it's like a Medicare for all, right? And that's why I say I'm not a big fan of a lot of taxes, but some taxes are okay because what you get is worth it. And you're saying that GST tax, it's worth it. The what you get in the they have a you sales have. tax, and then they have this general GS. I think it's called a general service tax. Yeah. Right? The GST yeah. tax. All right. Yep. Now, and I want to interview Fred because I want to ask you, how do you feel about the tariffs? Because they could have a direct effect no, on they, Canada. No, they exempted Canada. Okay. Well, that is true. They have done that. Yeah. So he exempted Canada and we, Mexico. We are renegotiating NAFTA with you guys as we speak. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, I'm no expert on it, but um, I, I, don't, I honestly don't have any thoughts on it. I mean, I think, I obviously, I'm a Canadian. I hope Canada doesn't get screwed. Uh, I'm you sure I, Donald will drive a hard bargain. You and I are kindred spirits. Do you know why? You don't want Canada to get screwed, and I don't want America to get screwed. So as though you look at me as though I'm a lunatic and should be committed first thing in the morning. I, you and I, I are more similar than alike. I don't think that at all. No, I, th I think you're, uh, you make some very good points. Right, know? right. And there's, there's a waiver of more than just Canada and Mexico, I heard on the news coming over here. 
South Korea, um, and about three other countries. Dave, have Dave, are you listening? I, I am. I'm listening to me. The, we 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 have suffered as a result of the Chinese dumping their steel into our markets. Now, if if anyone doesn't understand that, then they don't understand what's going on in the marketplace. And when the Chinese dump their steel and sell it for less than what we could produce it for, it right it makes people lose their jobs. Right. And when we want to go take things over there. And they put a tariff on us, or they say X, Y, and Z. They they don't have a Clean Air Act like we do, okay? Right. They don't have environmental protections like we do. So we're not competing on a level playing field. I'll put the American worker uh, against any worker anywhere as long as it's a level playing field. But if you're paying a guy 50 cents an hour, how are you going to compete with that? Right. How do you compete with that? Tell me. You I just- mean... And you know this this deal we've made where you go to Walmart and you can buy a TV for a hundred dollars. That I guess that's where the country has gone. That that that's what people want is the well, cheapest but, uh, goods they could buy. People want that till it affects their jobs and right. their livelihood. Right. In all reality, I mean, you you once told a story about you could have what briefs written in India for pennies, right? Yeah. I and mean, that's, that's part true. of the problem, and you never did it. I mean, you never did it. Moses, do you have anything else to say to the Canadians? The the only point I was trying to make is there's a a waiver of more than just Canada and Mexico. Yeah. So you you wonder whether his policy right now is going to be effective because he seems to be waiving this as to several other countries, uh, not just Mexico and Canada. Do you guys know this, though? I mean, if we want to talk about trade, and maybe you guys are unaware of this. Did you know he put a tariff on the washing machines coming into this country that were built by Samsung and LG? Because they were bringing them in, and Whirlpool brought their jobs back from Mexico to the United States. And it was going to put Whirlpool in Ohio out of business. So he put a tariff on these washing machines, right? Guess what? Samsung and LG are both building plants now in the United States. Do you know when Reagan was president, the foreign car companies located in this country because of tariffs? Because he says, you're John going to just keep shipping these cars in here. They didn't come here willingly. Listen to me. They came here because he you're made not getting, them come here. You're not getting an argument from me. I understand that. Okay, I think... I'm educating I think, the Canadians. I, I, I think that <laughs> we have been taken advantage of in these trade deals. I, I, I'm acknowledging that I agree with President Trump on this issue, as does Sherrod Brown, as does Tim Ryan, okay, let me as ask does Marcy Kaptur. Is there anything Trump can do, Moses, with uh, what I perceive to be the, the, for lack of a better term, dislike you have for him as a human being? Is there anything he can do as president, if the economy turns around and things get better, that you are willing to say, you know what, I guess I can't overlook that because of, is there anything he can Resign. do? That's what he can See, do. See, therein lies the now, problem. Wait, 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 but, wait. but let me, I haven't said anything this whole time. I, you have, you actually have people that are hoping Trump fails. You know, that seems un-American to me. I'm not hoping that he fails. Well, you just it's said bad, there's no, nothing no, he I, could do I, except I think, resign. I think his bad, uh, the bad aspects outweigh anything that might be good. So and they, I agree with Dave that I'm. I, it's too complex for me to understand the trade situation so I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm against him completely on that. I'm just saying that the bad parts of this Mr. Trump outweigh anything that might be good. I I would love to have him resign, and he may do that if if it.
gets too hot for him. Uh, did, wait a minute, family. I, 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 seriously, I see it. do you realize how crazy that is? What you just said to me. What it's crazy to you said to me that there is nothing he could do. So if the economy gets a four or five percent growth in this country, if we fix health care in this country, if we fix well, the trade imbalance and make America Trump. first. No, Trump. no, wait a minute. He's leading he's well, leading the, the charge. He's leading the charge. And if he does this kind of stuff, yeah, but Ron, you it, won't you won't forgive him for any of that. You're saying even if he is a successful I great president No, you did. That. He should resign. No, I said the bad parts of Mr. Trump outweigh anything that is good. In regard to him, even good opinion. results, the results can be obtained by others. They Congress, haven't done it. Well, that's up to the people of this country to elect the well, right. They, they, and they, they, people elected Trump. Yeah, but he doesn't. But control. you have to wait a minute, but Ron. You, 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 you have to put it in perspective. So let's just put it in perspective. First of all, everyone's got to quit calling the president stupid. He is not a stupid uh, man. No, sir, he is okay. not. He might be impulsive. And incidentally, I would appreciate it if people stopped calling me stupid, too. Well, you are stupid. <laughs> Particularly <laughs> he, Fred over he's here. Not, he's not a stupid man. You do not become a billionaire, and you do not become president right. by being stupid. And right? beating everyone. And beating, and not just beating them, vanquishing them. Right. Okay? But you have to put it in perspective. So you've seen the stadium, Ohio State University, right? Out of 120 million votes cast... And it was more than that, but we'll take that as a rough number, okay? About the people that fit into the Ohio State Stadium over four states made him the president. You take a you take a hundred thousand. That's what it took to win. I I, I understand that. And if but Hillary would have won, you wouldn't be would you be saying that too? I'm making okay. a point. We'll get to it. Okay. Well, you're not letting me set it up. You're getting on my nerves. If you divide that by 120 million, the number is so small that it's insignificant. On a lot of calculators, it doesn't even show up, okay? I'm saying that because if you look at what this man is doing, he is playing to the voters in about five states. Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Iowa. That's who he's playing to. West Virginia. Well, no, he's got West Virginia. He's got West Virginia. The red states are going to stay red. The, the hard blue states are going to stay blue. These middle America, that great blue wall, that's all he's doing is playing to those 90 to 100,000 people that kept him in office because he's got his hardcore support. And as, if those states once again fall his way, he'll be reelected, Carl. It, with all of his flaws, he'll be reelected. So we have to come up with a, a notion or an idea of what is a better way to do it. Now, what you just said, I want to dispute with you. His idea for health care would have been ruinous for people. Ruinous for people that listen to your show. Ruin them. Okay? So his idea to fix health care. What he said on the campaign trail was, I'm going to fix health care. I'm going to have lower premiums, cover more people, and have better health care. His plan did not do that. His plan clearly did not do that. So he failed on that promise. And Obamacare has been a disaster. A disaster. That, I, I, I don't agree with you. It's been a disaster. I don't Ask agree any with you. individual what happened to their premiums. Okay. Ask any company what happened to their premiums. It, it's been a and disaster to a lot of people, and it's saved a lot it's of people. It's been a disaster life. to the productive Okay, so let's do American. a Medicare for all then. Because you, so, you see, well, not, unless, you say, unless you say that health care is a right, 
or or is it a privilege? You got to you got to answer that threshold question. If living in the wealthiest country in this world, if we can't find a way to give people access to health care as a right, if you say it's a privilege, it's something you have to earn, okay, then we're never going to agree well, on that Why don't we point. start by asking this question? Why does Fred over here pay less for the same prescription in Canada than I do in the United States? Which, incidentally, Trump is the only president that I've heard that says, we've got to deal with prescription drug prices and how they're screwing people with Medicare because how they're overpriced. Because I pay you more cannot, than he is for the same prescription. You subject people's health to the free market. It won't work. It's not designed to work because if you subject it to the free market, what's the free market going to do? We're going to cover the healthy people, and we're not going to cover the unhealthy people. And that's not a system that's sustainable, or it's not a system that works. Let's see what they have, what they do as time goes on, because Obamacare is failing, and it's going <laughs> to continue failing, to fail. You, you know what the sad part is? Democrats and Republicans and Trump and everybody involved, the, one of the biggest issues that affects everybody in this country is health care, and it's not getting addressed, and it needs to get addressed, and hard choices are going to have to be made. I agree with you. Thank you. Fred, do you have anything to say? We're wrapping up here uh, on, the, on the legal show. <laughs> Fred's taking me to dinner. No, I mean, are you Fred? Fred's out of Canada. Uh, this is a documentary. He's made a couple of them. I've seen them. They're good. Really? Yeah. Fred told me, he says, I'm a small, independent filmmaker. I said, oh, pornos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I hear that from people, that's the first thing I think. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, God, Ron. And what about these guys over here? You know, what about uh, this guy? Well, with one's, this? A, one's, a, one's a photographer and one's the, carrying the boom. Are right, well, both these guys from Canada, too? Oh, yeah. They're all from But Canada. he had local people before, right, when you were filming oh, me? Mm-hmm. He had a local sound man. from yeah. Canfield, Ohio. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. And I brought these guys down from Canada. Yeah. Are you going to give them a tour of the area? No, we're going to go to dinner. They're going to buy me dinner because I'm the star of their show, and so the least they could do is buy me dinner. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, fellas. This could be the longest dinner you guys ever had. And I just want to say this much. Dave Beatrice doesn't necessarily represent everybody in the Mahoning Valley. Well, you made that clear throughout the show. I acknowledge that. He's the Democratic Party chairman. And... And a lot Donald of Democrats Trump. did cross over, you will admit to that. Yes. And your best friend is one guy who crossed over. I consider you a very dear friend. And, and I am. And, and you've, you voted for uh, Donald Trump, and you're a big Donald Trump supporter. I can agree to disagree with you. That doesn't mean I have to dislike you. And I, shouldn't, and I shouldn't insult you. Right. And that's the you problem. Are, that's that, the... Even though you are an idiot, I right. shouldn't insult you. But, but you're in the minority just, there. Wait, wait. All right, David, thank you. Uh, Dave, you know, I feel bad. Dave, Dave brings us uh, a good film show. crew. Fred, thanks for stopping by. What's this guy's name over here? John. John, a Canadian. What? Jason's a Canadian. All right. And there's something. There's a producer. Uh, just hang on a second. We thank all of you guys. Now get back to Canada. I'll come back after the news <laughs> at 6. Stay tuned.